0: hello 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 welcome to another edition of the our football podcast episode 106 actually let me double check that i wrote it down somewhere but i did not prepare (laughs) episode 106 welcome back everybody we are here we're back for another week you see adriana and i found some time and i'm burying the lead but my counterpart is here with me adriana how are you it's nice to see you so quickly after our last pod
1: it is and things are getting quite hectic right now It's, it's kind of weird though right thinking that we still have like Femenil to like send us off into the world cup and then rejoice about we're like waking up at 4 a.m in our case to watch games i don't I don't know there's something kind of like i don't know i don't know they're kind of like preparing us for what's co- what's to come that's but actually, still pretty, pretty happy to see to, to listen to you emmy
0: that's actually funny i hadn't thought about that the leo max is technically like the last official tournament i guess well mm-hmm. no well yes no because mls cup ends this weekend so leo max will still keep be going on so yeah actually that's kind of cool to think about because then people will kind of be bored it was kind of like when uh there was nothing else on like pre-covid when everything started getting like, shut down and the only like games I said left- the Bundesliga <laughs> <laughs> and the only games left were like a X game so then everybody just started watching the final the final I- match
1: <laughs> that's when everyone started posting videos of like marble races on youtube <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we were all
1: eagerly watched
0: <laughs> remember even at one point cbs was like broadcasting uh Liga MX games like i think like they must have done like a quick deal with the league or something but i remember that like it was like a random channel that was also broadcasting ligamex oh, really? in that final I remember
1: that.
0: yeah but anyway we're That's getting ahead our- <laughs> we're getting we're getting away from ourselves adriana the Liga MX Femini quarterfinals came and went with no real surprises. I mean, a commanding couple of games. Let's just dive right into it. Chivas versus Cruz Azul. Chivas comes out on top. I will say, I I was a little surprised by the way Chivas came out, but I also expected this from them because I feel like I feel like I said it before, I feel like when adversity isn't working in their favor or like they're such favorites, sometimes it can get complicated for them.
1: Yeah, they get like overconfident, right?
0: Not even overconfident. It's just like all of a sudden, like they're like the formation doesn't work or they're not finishing their chances. And so it's like, you know, they're going to get the win, but they just like overcomplicate it for themselves. It's a really interesting dynamic that happens between the two. I mean, they end the first leg one zero and they tie the second leg. 1-1 off a last-minute goal from Cruz uh, Azul. That's actually a very good goal, but aggregate advance 2-1. But it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, just remembering this is first place versus eighth with Chivas qualified, I think, like, a month ago. <laughs> um, and Cruz Azul had to wait until, like, week 17. I th- I do think... I'm glad it happened at this stage because then Chivas we'll just go back to what we've seen throughout the regular season and we'll see how they do in the semifinals against America.
0: Yes. Also worth noting, because these, this was the first, this was the first series to be played out of the quarterfinals. Um, for those of you that don't know, or, or forgot this, the Ligia was actually the first time that VAR was going to be implemented into the Liga Max Femenil. So VAR was actually used was it? I know it was definitely used during the first game because they took away a goal from Cruz Azul, right? That yeah. was off sides. I don't remember it being used in the second game. Sorry, somebody's going to comment to me or or tweet at me later, which is totally fine. I, I don't mind being corrected. But this is the first time VAR was implemented. How did you see the, its usage? I know everybody's had a lot of different feelings about VAR just in general or on a global scale. But I feel like VAR actually did its job during this yeah i
1: i think it was i think we kind of like realized late that it was just there we were just so used to it not being there for feminine um i was actually speaking to a colleague that's also a photographer for some of the games and she was like i i like realized halfway through the game or whenever someone got called up that there actually was var because you're just so used to not having it um I'm, i'm i'm happy it Came in. I mean, hopefully, it'll be at some point for the entire league because it's just one more step towards being a much more professional league that which we all want, and, and we just want everything to be equal. But um, I think it, I think it was an okay job. I mean, just remembering that VAR has had a really tough time with the men's side, so um, everything that has to do with VAR over here is like criticized immediately because it, it's it hasn't been as great as a process as, as it should be. It's it's slow. It's controversial. Um, it seems to be getting rid of some of the referees' confidence. Um, I don't know. It's 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 weird in that sense. But other than that, I mean, I think it. I think it's this time.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think Chivas. I think Chivas as an organization, as a team, and even its fans understood that while it's it's like what's the word I'm looking for? Like, well, although although it followed a rubric, right? So this is what VAR is used for. They did in a sense get kind of lucky because again, I think they overcomplicated it for themselves this game. So yes, I agree with what you're saying. I think this was a good moment to go into that, to have this happen, this kind of like dysfunction that Chivas sometimes can have. They had it in two games during the regular season that gave them their two losses. But I think this happening now is good. So they can kind of like get going as they move on to the semifinal, which by the way, As we move on to the next match, Cholos versus America and America advancing off a 3-0 aggregate. They won 2-0, sorry, 1-0 in the first leg and ended up winning 2-0 in the second leg. Adriana, while I thought that America was going to advance out of this series, I do feel like Cholos defeated themselves in the process.
1: Yeah, I think, wasn't this um, the game we were rooting for the most to actually surprises maybe have like show make it through was it this game
0: yes and then I remember you even saying from um some of our questions from from Twitter saying that I think Sholos is going to be the one that really you know can potentially like blow us out of the water with their performance And it and I feel because like it, it kind of did <laughs> no I feel I feel like that first honestly I feel like that first leg they could have lost by way more and they just didn't like they were fortunate America wasn't finishing their chances and so they were fortunate there. So I thought they would come in to the second leg kind of a little bit more hungry and kind of to want to prove themselves. I mean, I think going to the Azteca is a challenge and I think America obviously had that home field advantage. But then nothing clicked. They're, connect- they're like they were still really lost. And then I think it would I think that own goal that gets scored by ironically enough, Dani Solis, uh, sorry, Daniel Espinosa. is kind of like appropriate there you know i believe they switch goalkeepers too between the first and the second leg which isn't unlike Sholos. that's what they've been doing this uh, uh you know this whole season kind of working out between the two goalkeepers but it, it just didn't work out for them i don't i you know i, I never felt like it was conducive i never felt like it, it was re- i never really felt like they were a huge challenge to america i felt like it was always going to be america's game after watching the first leg
1: yeah so it wasn't like the sholos you expected. i mean yeah, we. I think we all expected America to make it through, but then I think we all expected Showers to make it just a bit more difficult for them. Right? That's like what you're left with.
0: Yeah, like it. It just like it felt like given their high standing during the regular season, I really thought there would be more. Like I just thought that there would be. You know, I think they relied too much. I I know they suffered from inju- injuries. I know Hicks wasn't available and there was uh maybe like two other players i know one of their foreign uh, foreign players is also like currently questionable but i did, i do feel like while they don't have like significant depth to the level that america does i did feel like they could challenge this america side as long as they kept it structured and i felt like they were really lost on the field
1: which sucks yeah, because
0: no. i did i did feel like yeah it would be a much more exciting series between the two of them
1: yeah, I also thought um, early goals are always really difficult because they kind of lose momentum, you lose like the inertia of coming into the game and trying to get that early goal yourself. And then you had Scarlett for the second leg, and the first leg it was Kiana like in the 16th minute or so. So just like minute 10 of the second leg, you were already losing 2-0 on the aggregate. So really difficult to recover from that. But I mean, still, I mean, and I I like Chilu this season. I think. Um, they did pretty well. Sadly enough, yeah, it, it, it just needs like a bit more to make it towards like a next step that would be a semifinal.
0: For sure, for sure. So America, America advances to the semifinal. We'll get into the semifinal faceoffs in a bit. Moving on to Tigres versus Toluca, a commanding 9-0 aggregate between the two games. A 4-0 victory in the first leg, a 5-0 victory in the second leg. I just I also like no like we are had already said like sorry but not sorry to Luca like that's or that was already a given you know like they barely scrapped by to qualify you know they were kind of on the same level with Cruz Azul where it was like you know when you're going up with, the, with this challenging team it's really hard and Tigres is is just a complete team when they you know when they smell blood they're gonna go and they're gonna they're gonna they're going to kind of play to their game, you know, and they're going to do it well. When they do it well, they absolutely do it well. This is a Tigres that even when they change players, sometimes they're still in a good system. They understand when their formation works,
1: but some of the goals were really, really easy. Easy for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was just, I mean, it's also Tigres being Tigres, to be honest. It's just, yeah. Probably the most experienced team when it comes to the um, knowing how much of a squad they have, it was just, yeah they they made it look really easy. But I think also Toluca was um a clear victim with this, in this game. So I mean, Liliana Mercado also getting a really early goal, um, Ovalle, Mia, and of course Stephanie um for the first leg. and it was just downhill from there,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, I wish we had more to say, but, <laughs> but you... <laughs> you just... nine, nine goals people nine goals <laughs> <laughs> His nine goals against zero. Like there was just no chance. <laughs> Moving on to the, for me, and I don't know if you'll agree, I feel like you will, Adriana, the most exciting series face-off in the quarterfinals, even though we originally said, well, we didn't say that Cholos America was going to be more interesting. We said that this was a very leveled game. This is going to be a very leveled face-off between Monterrey and uh, Rayadas and Pachuca, sorry. But the way that it played out was crazy to me. And, And this is another game of... This is also a, a another series where VAR worked in a team's favor the first leg. Um you know Pachuca comes out victorious with a 2-1 victory in that first leg with the help of VAR because they do allow a goal that was previously marked offside. They go and review it, it counts and so they 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 took the lead right there, right? Or they they leveled it up, I think. Is what happened? It
1: was know. um yeah, I mean, because Monterrey scored first and then yes, Pachuca got those two goals um at the end of the second half it was um alvarado because
0: go- yeah. it's the first goal that they they review it with var and they count it so they oh yeah it. and then and then they get a pk that's scored by jenny and i so they come mm-hmm. back and win it from behind to two one yeah so that's the first leg and you're almost thinking my God, is it possible is will it, it actually happen well, it, yeah, like you like there's like it's you know, like you're like, what's gonna go happen in the second leg, and then you go into the second leg, and Rayadas goes down a man, it goes down a player, sorry, a woman, not a man, a woman. And <laughs> what minute was it? It was, I should, I should have this written down. It was the let me look it up really quickly. It was, let me the, see if I can get it. It, it was early, it was early, it was early. The point is. Rayados is down 2-1 and on top of that they go down to 10 players. So now they're facing an 11, you know, a full squad Pachuca and they're all, and they're left with 10 players. And yet somehow <laughs> in this game 4-0. Now, I don't want to say somehow. so This is my hot take. I don't I know a lot of people started saying, you know, Pachuca no no on in the standings Rayados is the better team. Just right, uh, as, as far as levels go. Yeah, like we spoke about it last pod. If anything, I don't necessarily blame Pachuca for not showing up, so to speak. I just think this is a further indication of how complete Eva Spethov's team is. Like this is. This
1: yeah, is- they could lose a player, and so I mean, th- they said this happens sometimes. Like you- you've heard, like other coaches say, sometimes somehow after losing a player it's like things just kind of yeah you do okay on the field you actually do better somehow I've heard that several ex-coaches and like, like just mentioned that see like somehow it just works when you have 10 players obviously I mean yeah you look at Rayada's squad and you're like dude yeah I mean you have no problem with 10 players when when you look at like the amount of talent that you have on the field and on the bench but yeah it just it just worked for them and then I mean, still, Pachuca stood, like, an entire first half. I actually thought it was still possible. Like, after he saw that, it was, like, Rayada's out of player. Um, I mean, everything seemed to be going, well, like, a good scenario for Pachuca to just keep that win. And then Brookendro got that header, and for three goals later, Pachuca, I mean, Monterrey made it through.
0: Yeah, because they get the – I'm looking at it now. They they get the red card at the 26th minute. And granted, mm-hmm. I, I will also say that I think that red card that – that rodriguez earns stops a potential goal from pachuca and if that goal is scored i feel like it completely changes the game yeah so she stopped it. she did she did her job
1: right yeah, like she it did was, what she had to do yeah it's like one of those like fouls that you're like it's either the ball or the player okay here goes like a foul it's like yeah because it, it, it was a
0: it was a very clear and obvious red, like without question you're you're it's it's you know it's one v one she's already passed you you're gonna pull like you're going to do what you need to do. I think in her mind right now it's worth it. But I also yeah. think it changes the trajectory of that game. Because I think if I don't I think if she doesn't do that, right? If she just goes 1v1 properly and she gets beat, I think they score, but you goes now up 3-1. It does I do think it changes the game. But you know, she does what she needs to do. The game is still 2-1 and then what just before the second, just before the half ends. Yeah. Birkenrode scores. And so now they have a, you know, they're tied. They have a, you know, they're, they're leveled aggregate. And so it just, it just, but yeah. even then, even then I think the, uh, I think the commentator, I think the commentator for Fox, when the free kick happens that get, gives them the two zero on the second leg for Rebecca Bernal scores, a great goal. It, it's a fantastic free kick shot. But I think he's mentioning, like, she's get the goalie's giving way too much space on the left hand side, on her left hand side. You know, the camera's right. And yeah. if you watch it, I was watching it and he makes that comment. And I go, there is a lot of space. And Rebecca's a very good, you know, like, Monterrey also has really good players that know how to shoot from outside the box. Like, they're probably one of the best in the league, if not the best. And so you're, yeah, watching-
1: then it was just like a mental game after that. I mean, it was just everything mentally in favor of, of Monterrey as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, but I do think it's, you know, it's kind of like one of those like butterfly effects. I think that that red card, like you mentioned, while it also revamped the team, I also think it stops Bachuka from potentially making their way to the semifinals, which is, which is crazy. (laughs) Because now, like we mentioned, we have all the top seeded, top four teams that are advancing over to the semifinals.
1: It seems like we've been here before.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing, we have it. We have not been here before. Now let's move on. Let's move on now. Let's look at the semifinals. You called it, Adriana. If all the top four teams made it, we would have a classical semifinal showdown. So we have mm-hmm. we have Chivas versus América, and we have Rayadas versus Tigres. I don't think we've seen this before. I don't think we've seen a Chivas and América. Wait, maybe we have. Have we? It's been I a think while. We have. I
1: think. Well, yeah. Oh.
0: I think we saw it when the te- the groups were still when the league was still separated into two groups. No.
1: Oh wow, that was a long time ago. That was the first I'm year. Saying.
0: I think it's been a while. If I recall correctly, or I might be wrong.
1: I'm trying to remember what happened when America made it to the final against Tigres. They beat they- Chivas. No. Uh, yeah, didn't Tigres beat Monterrey? If if Tigres didn't beat Monterrey, who was it? Pachuca.
0: The first the the time that America won it right when they made it to the final.
1: Okay, I'm googling as we speak.
0: It might have been.
1: Um, Yeah, let me. Okay, we'll look. Uh, It's Apertura 2018. People should be really like. (laughs) Somebody, everyone's like, no people. Yeah, people are screaming at us, and we just can't hear them. (laughs) No, it was America beat Pachuca, and then Tigres beat Chivas, so it 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 was. not No, have we
0: never had a semifinal? Classical showdown like this. Huh? Why? Why does it feel like we have one of
1: these like every other year? <laughs> we have. We've had clasicos happen. Is it because the same four teams make it to semifinals? it's just the combination was different?
0: No, because but well, Pachuca made the final last season. Oh so. yeah, and
1: Atlas like a year ago it was Atlas. Uh, when, uh, when, when, when Monterrey beat Tigres at Uní. We
0: had a Clásico Tapatío a couple seasons ago. We had a Chivas versus Atlas.
1: Wow, it really does feel like we had like we've had this. Okay, well. <laughs> here we go <laughs> <laughs> so let's
0: get into it we have america versus chivas and we have uh atlas versus uh, atlas see i'm losing my mind we have Monterrey versus tigres now here is a like, before we actually get into the showdowns let's look at the different combinations of finals that we could get we could get a chivas versus Monterrey, which i don't think we've ever had before right we've never had chivas versus monterey which would be no. interesting
1: now we've we had Chivas, uh, both, both times Chivas has won, it was against Pachuca and then they lost to Tigres.
0: Yes. So we've had, so we've, we've never had a Chivas versus Monterrey, which could be a possibility. We've had a Chivas versus Tigres. So we've yep. had that before. Mm-hmm. We've had an America versus Tigres, which has happened yeah. before. And we could have an America versus Rayadas, which has never happened before.
1: So, so I think the odds are in favor of having a final we've never had before, which is really cool. Ooh, interesting! With, so looking, with a team from Monterrey, nonetheless, which, which does happen like every like three times every two years. Like it didn't happen like last that. season. So, it didn't. No, it did. So no, that's see, that's the statistic. Now it's bound to happen.
0: <laughs> we've had we've had a we've had a good kind of variety lately with the Liga Max Feminine, which has been kind yeah. of yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But with, let's which, look which at. Are you rooting for?
0: Which one? Am like I as in? a
1: as a fan, which one would you? Th- Think would be the most exciting combination.
0: uh I mean, this is very mls-y but I would think the top two teams would be an interesting one to have. So Chivas versus Monterrey would be a really interesting one. One because okay. we haven't seen it, and one because on it would be the two best teams up against each other for the final.
1: Yeah, but I, I also- actually like I, I like both of them. yet yeah, to make it through, not not necessarily because they're first and second, just because I think they're the ones that could just have the like most balanced out final I mean there would would be like no clear favorite I think despite Chivas being first place in regular season well
0: see but see this is also why I find it interesting because Chivas would technically be the favorite because they ended the league the season in first place but Rayadas was the one that won the game between the two of them in the regular season
1: Mm, interesting yeah
0: yes so That's why I would find it interesting. But but we're basically getting ahead of ourselves. So, America versus Chivas, both games will take place. The first leg for both games will take place uh, tomorrow, Friday, November 4th. And then the second leg will be on, I mean, Friday, November 4th. And then the second leg will be Monday, November 7th. So, Adriana, as far as you're seeing it, given the performances that they gave in the quarterfinals, how are you seeing Chivas versus America?
1: Um. I do think Chivas will come in stronger just because, yeah, like, like, someone just, I don't know, they, they got slapped after just being overconfident and just not having things go as easy as they thought they would against Cruz Azul. So it's just like a wake up call. And I think it's perfect timing just because you don't want to lose against America in any case, not even a semifinal, quarterfinal, regular season. So I do think that call came in at the best possible time. And, oh, man i could see america making it through to be honest i could see america surprising everybody and just beating chivas first place which has, regular season. Which,
0: which has happened before i think yeah i think two seasons ago no not two
1: seasons was it two seasons ago it was, but it was quarterfinals right
0: right was but I, yeah. the point is we've seen america become victorious in elimination rounds against america mm-hmm which is, which most of the time you're like, oh, this is, you know, they're going to come out and it's not going to work out. But then, América, like, the regular season will be Chivas's and then elimination rounds come and America ends up being victorious. Now, I do think that Licha is a very huge defining factor for Chivas against America and has been Mm -hmm. since she's joined the team. I think it's almost become a meme at this point. But I do Mm -hmm. find it interesting that... Or not interesting. I like factually even. I do think that offensively, America has stronger assets for them, working for them.
1: But yeah.
0: I, th- but I do think Chivas is better defensively. So it's going to be interesting to see that take place. Like I, I like I think the goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper face off is going to be very very fun in this game.
1: Yeah, I I think it's going to be pretty open. Um, I don't think anyone will just be excessively defensive, like just knowing the rival they have in front of them. So, yeah, pretty much expecting great opportunities at at the goal and just seeing how the goalkeepers do.
0: Here's a question that I've been listening to some podcasts and I've been uh, looking at the timeline on Twitter. Do you feel like Iturbide and Licha... Complement or hinder each other up top for Chivas?
1: Um, I guess like starting off, they could like be like in their way, but I think it's just something that one of the things that as a team you have to work on. Like when you have two players that are clearly like nine, like number nine strikers, I think, I think Iturbide plays a bit more in the back, like more like a number ten, like more of a creative, like offensive player. But um, yeah, I, I see where you're getting at. I for I, the for the record, I don't agree. For the record, I don't
0: agree with this. I just wanted to get your input because we never really talked about it, and we haven't been able to talk about it on this pod. But I think that the reason people make this assumption or go to this narrative is because both of them, like technically, when you're watching the game, are looking to score goals, so they don't necessarily disturb each other. They're just both hungry to get to the ball. But I agree with what you say. I do feel like the way that they play doesn't necessarily complement each other, so to speak, but they understand the placement that each one of them has. And exactly what you said, I feel like Bide is a little bit deeper, whereas Licha's strengths have always been inside the box. And mm-hmm. I think that I think, and the reason I bring it up is because I think that if they if they're getting ready for this game, these games against America, I think it's that. I think it's making that distinction and understanding how that should work against an America defense. Cause it's like, if you, if one of you guys decides to kind of like be the decoy to make space for the other one, I think they're going to be, I think they could come out of this like really, really well. But I do think that it's going to be a challenge for both goalkeepers on both teams because both teams have really good offensive players.
1: Yeah. Great. I th- I think it, it'll just come down to who's more, um, has a, like whose defense actually tries to as the attacks of the other team, because I think. Offensively, I think they're pretty much up there. Like both of them are pretty equal at some point. So yeah, I, I, I mean, again, I don't think Chivas is a clear favorite despite in, in the standings like before league yet. So it's just a mental game at this point. Not being only eager to, at, but also just staying true to what's worked throughout the regular season.
0: So let's move on to the second semifinal match, Adriana, the Clásico Regio-Tigres versus Monterrey. Can I just say, uh, no, we're not going to get into this Clásico discourse discussion. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say that, if anything, Clásico Regios are always fun. They are always fun. They're
1: they're up there. Yeah, I mean, no matter how many times we've seen it, it's just a different story every single time
0: they are up there with like the El Traficos. Like it's always fun. There's always something involved in them. Like it's it's a fun time. So I'm very excited to see these two legs. Also because I love to see, you know, I I feel like I've been to Monterrey more than anywhere else in Mexico. And I really yeah. do like seeing when their stadiums are filled up with people. It's really, really cool. It's a good time. And to see it for Femenil, always a good time. But Adriana, as far as predictions go, how do you see it? Do you see it? playing out depending on the home team for each leg or how do you see this game playing out?
1: Oh my god. The thing is like I like after the regular season, I'd say Rayados is coming in a bit stronger. But I think Tigres has like the mental edge. They've been superior to Rayadas many times many more times than they've actually gotten beaten. So uh I mean I'd like to say Rayadas. I I think it'll it depends mostly on what happens at the Universitario. Because um, like Tigres could get such a clear advantage on that on that game, so that it's just difficult to think Rayados could make it back. Because I mean, Rayados has had like the second leg at their home stadium so many times, and still it, it hasn't made such a big a difference. Or it was or it hasn't made a difference as many times as you would have liked against Tigres. Um, and on the other hand, Tigres has made its home like its home games be way more like way stronger. So I guess yeah, it all depend on how they do at the uni. Do you feel? But
0: do you feel like the uni makes that much of a difference? Because I think right now, even though Tigres is a great team, I'm not going to take them out of it at all. Like no, I think this is. I think both semifinals are going to be very interesting head-to-heads between all four teams. But I do feel like because Rayadas beat them at in that stadium to win their last championship, I also feel like maybe the uni doesn't have as much power as we we'd want to believe it does
1: um yeah i think uni has has I, it has like the name and it has a reputation and that that's pretty much enough at this point
0: that's fair It'll just,
1: yeah so yeah i don't i don't think i don't think there's any other stadium that teams fear the most like air quotes fear like like that uni it's just that stadium that i'm sure makes them feel the most uncomfortable
0: It'll definitely be a good time. Like I mentioned, it's always fun to see those, t- those two stadiums filled. I think obviously the Uni has a very small, it's a smaller stadium, so to speak. But the way it fills up is very, you know, it's 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 a very good demonstration of the power of what, you know, Liga MX Femini is about. I think other teams have done a great job filling up their stadiums. I think the Akron for the final, for Chivas, you know, it didn't fill up to its full capacity, but it did have a good chunk of, of players there or a good chunk of fans there. So it'll, it is a huge spectacle to see for sure. And it's definitely going to be something that I think Tigres is going to be motivated by. I think that, you know, I think their team and their fans have definitely been rekindling, like we mentioned last pod. <laughs> it's funny to talk about Tigres as if they've had such a crazy season because they they didn't finish in first or second Um but I do think with just this delivery and this performance that they provided during the quarterfinal, I think it'll be very nice for their fans and their players to come together and uh, you know, it'll definitely be something interesting. Although I will, I do, I will continue to say that (laughs) the way that Rayadas plays outside of the box is very dangerous. And I think that the you know I think goalkeeping wise for Tigres that's going to be a huge challenge for going into these matches.
1: Yeah, I I think once you reach semifinals, particularly like teams like like both of these clasicos, it's just I mean anything that happened before could just be indifferent. I mean you you could have an amazing Chivas despite like even though they were amazing throughout the regular season, they could just go. Um, I don't know, kind of lose their temper and just or be overconfident and then let America by. So same thing goes for Rayas and Tigres. I think it, I think it's a lot closer with Rayas and Tigres just because they face each other so many times. Um, that just could be a, a little bit different. It just like the like, experience some of the players, most of the players have facing each other. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, it could really go either way, like for both games.
0: For sure, for sure. So if you had to at this moment decide on somebody to advance, who are you going with?
1: Um I'd like to say Chivas and Monterrey. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I go with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> who would you
0: say? I should I should know the answer to this question, but <laughs> if they like if they tie they go straight to PK's, right? They don't go to extra time?
1: No i think it's right
0: pk's yeah Three PKs. i think for monterey and Tigres. Or is it
1: just or is it pk's for the final wait
0: oh that's right it's seeding i'm dumb no yes yes it's seeding right so if they stay level it's just the higher seed that advances to the final
1: I'm literally look, looking it up because I, I do know they go straight <laughs> to PKs, but I think it's only the final that goes straight to PKs, unless they change something and we just didn't notice,
0: <laughs> like the you, bar. <laughs> you could tell it's been a long day for us, All right, it's Thursday. It
1: has. I mean, yeah. yeah. Truth be told, I had 13 meetings today, so I'm I'm beat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been on staycation for like, uh, what, like 10 business days. So today was my first day back and I had a lot of stuff I had to do. So I'm just happy at the I of together. <laughs> we're going to forget some things while we're recording this podcast. So that Yeah, happens. we're humans. Only. It was about to happen. Yep. Okay, so where are we at? PKs, or we get extra time? Or no, no. Uh, sorry. Do we get PKs, or it's higher C that advances?
1: I'm, I'm like literally, internet is trying to like down. You know how the league <laughs> website is really slow?
0: That's it's like
1: right. Particularly slow right now. Okay, so okay.
0: If it ends, anyway. if it ends in a tie then Rayadas automatically, like in theory, if it's a higher seed, Rayadas automatically advances. But if we go to, if we go to, P, no, I don't even want to say picas I just, if it taught, like if it, I, I think Rayadas, just because I agree, I also want to see a Chivas-Rayadas final. But I think... Actually, I think the same thing happens to them—not like to the same level of adversity—but I think Theudas takes it at home, and then Rayadas closes it off at the BBVA. So that's my prediction. Technically, the Theatres gets a win, but they get—they don't <laughs> dance. Okay. And I think if—and then my hot take here um, is that if Rayadas wins the semifinal, they're—I think they're winning the whole thing. Okay so that's my that's my prediction
1: <laughs> has the rules has the rule book uploaded downloaded no, I'm, I'm, i i like pushed like reload like three times while you were speaking and it's slow as hell
0: we need to figure out the answer we should yeah know. i'm
1: yeah i think it's it, i think you're right i think it's seeding and then it's pk straight up pks for um for the file because how many we've seen so many like files go to pks i mean last year's Tigres Centro Monterrey and then before that at, at the at one time at BBVA um, Tigres America
0: I'm seeing, seeing if one of our nice fam, fam, community <laughs> replies really quickly to one of my messages because I should know this we're just I'm losing my mind right now and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna bug me if I don't have the answer we should know this I will say, though, because everything is closing out, it is fun to see so many people paying attention to the Leo Max feminine. Like, I do feel like our timelines are much more engaged with it on, like, not a global level, but at least from, like, a North American level between the U.S. and Mexico. I think people are really paying attention, which is really cool. It makes me happy for what's to come.
1: I, the other thing is, I mean, the leagues, and we were talking about how the league is going to send off into the World Cup. Um, I'm actually not sure if it starts off the same week as the men in 2023, because the men start off on January 5th. Um, that's and that's like straight like well, I, we're still gonna be yelling like Happy New Year, and then the league's gonna start. But I'm not sure about the women. You know how like it, it, I think they they'll probably start like a week later. Um, but I'm not quite sure if we actually heard that when they announced the, the calendar for for the following year
0: interesting okay so the,
1: so the rule book got yeah it's it's i'm 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 on and i'm on it. um wait let me see let me see okay for now 17 here we go um fase final okay closer closer okay, wait wait <laughs> and then we're off to like campeón de campeones or something like that <laughs> <laughs> okay semifinals um uh, mm, 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 mm. okay in case there's a tie yeah it's just a standing whoever's on top will make it through
0: why there do i I, oh, I always feel like there should be more thrill to this i think it's because no has it ever i don't know where i think it's just like american sports and they're but no even then it's like last minute winners and stuff like that i always feel like there should be more pk the rebechaje messed me up that, i blame the repachak that's why i always think that, there's uh, uh, that yeah that could be it because i'm like but wait is it Rep- no repachak is also P- is pks right? it's, it's, it's straight pks yeah it's, it's straight, straight P-Ks. pks it doesn't matter where they place yes so i blame the repachak for making me assume that there's always pks i blame them
1: yeah and then the final is yeah it'll be straight a pks
0: okay good to so know. It's like no
1: no overtime yeah okay
0: so then i So think you're right that- along <laughs> So then, in that okay, so now I can give a formative answer, knowing the correct information. I think, I think they tie, and and Rayadas advances. Then I think Tigres wins at home, and Rayadas wins at home, but it's like a two-zero or a one or a one-zero each. Okay, Rayadas advances that way. Yes, yeah. that's going to be my guess, but I don't, but I don't think it's going to be like complete domination. From one or the other. I think it's gonna be a pretty level thing just because they're a really good it's a really good classico. So that's what I'm going with. As far as broadcasting for the games, uh America, America and Tigres are both are both hosting this first leg. Um as the yeah, the first legs on Friday. So these will be on VIX Plus. Right,
1: Adrian? Um, actually in here in Mexico, I mean, yeah. But also, here in Mexico, um the clásico Nacional américa chivas first first leg will be like on regular like air TV like cable. like just turning on your TV, you'll be able to see it, which is pretty cool. Oh really? Yeah.
0: But that doesn't yeah, apply to that doesn't apply to do that in the USA, right?
1: Um no.
0: Okay, so then look for Vix plus here in the US <laughs> for broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have we'll have Rayas versus Tigres for the second night on Fox Deportes. Our good friend Eugene confirmed that. And obviously Chivas is always on Telemundo streaming or on Chivas TV if you have it. Who's, is, is there a,
1: is there a who's, That's who's, tamales. That's the tamales I'm people. Guy. Yeah, they're selling tamales. <laughs> they'll, they'll do this it. like, like mid-afternoon early evening you'll hear the tamales guy make it nice yep. oh yeah also in the <laughs> morning sometimes Sometimes like when it's cold you'll hear the tamales guy make it like, just on his way somewhere
0: you do have you do have them at different hours at the time sometimes when we re- record at like 4 p.m you also have them showing up
1: yeah and, and we had like daylight savings time and last weekend so it, it just messes things up for a week i have no idea why we just don't do it at the same time as like everybody else so instead of having two-hour difference with Pacific, we only have one right now, and then we have two with Eastern just for this week. So it's like just one week that's chaos.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I burped. I'm sorry. Well, that's it for today. We're a little bit tired, so we apologize to getting through this podcast. <laughs> but are there anything else you want to say to our lovely listener?
1: No, I mean, enjoy the end of the season um, as it sends us towards whatever Qatar brings. And, yeah, just enjoy the last couple of games. I mean, they're going to be awesome. I mean, yeah, guaranteed really good games when it comes to Clásicos and the Femenil.
0: Awesome, guys. And don't forget to keep up with the hashtag Liga Max F-E-M-E-N-G. Um, I'm really excited to see it existing um, with some of my, you know, women's soccer community here in the U.S. I really appreciate you guys amplifying that hashtag and just being involved in the LigaMexFEMENG. So, yes, like I said, enjoy the matches very fun semifinals coming our way and hopefully we'll see you before the final. So enjoy all the content because at the end of the day, it is our football. All right guys to see you later.